Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the JC and Bill Sportscast. I'm Bill. I'm JC. And we are here to talk about sports for the fans, by the fans. We got a lot to talk about this week. There's a lot of, I, I guess, good, depending on who your teams are. And a lot of interesting situations. So, yeah, we're four weeks. We're getting down to the nitty gritty now for football. Yes, we are. And it's actually starting to get a little bit exciting. Yes, it is. And it's been all the games are going this week. So, not too many COVID cases. Yeah, thankfully, you know. Which is good, except for a few of my running backs who I had that are now out. Right. For playoffs for fantasy this week, so. That is absolutely you know. true. Nope, just hope for the best. We mm-hmm. got you pick up. <laughs> well, the last time we did an episode, the Pittsburgh Steelers were undefeated. Yes, they were. And now, because, and I called it that, that Washington was going to win that game. You, and my dad, were- and a few others. Yep, and they came and they won, and I figure with Pittsburgh playing Wednesday, they weren't happy. They didn't look good against the Ravens. Didn't have much practice time. Mm-hmm. Playing an early game on Monday. All right, Washington's front four has been great. Mm-hmm. Just everything lined up for Pittsburgh to get their first loss. Yeah. You know. And so. they don't have an easy game today with the Buffalo Bills. That's a good team. Buffalo is. Yeah, and, and I'm just watching the KC Miami game, and Miami's up ten nothing. I have Arizona and the Giants right now, and the Cardinals are up three to nothing. They're making a drive right now. So, yeah, the all of a sudden the NFC East is getting interesting. It really is. Um, the Washington Redskins football team as of this recording, are one game out of the final playoff spot. If you can believe that from three weeks ago where, you know, anybody would be lucky just to get six, seven wins, they're now a game out of the final playoff spot. Yeah, and it's all bunched up at the bottom now. Minnesota's rolling. Uh, Washington's rolling. Giants. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Tampa's playing well. I mean, they're winning today, so... It's going to be a mad dash to the finish. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's going to be it's going to be fun, that's for sure. The last, we'll have lots of football to talk about and mm-hmm. a lot of exciting scenarios. And it makes it... This is probably the best part of football is when we get to December. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So... Um... And, and, and a little later on, for you lucky people out there, JC has another rant. Yes, yes I do. And, since we're getting close to the holidays, and since we are in Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah to all of our Jewish listeners, I have a rant today as well. Ooh, a double rant. A double up. rant. You're going to get two rants for the price of one. Um... Well, why don't we begin with college football? Because 
they are in a very interesting situation right now because they just played for the for the most part their last week of the regular season this coming week is championship week and last night got shaken up big time with Florida losing to LSU Florida had been number six in the college football playoff rankings up to this point. And them in Alabama, that was said like two weeks ago that they were going to play for the SEC title. Had Florida won the game against LSU last night, Florida would have had a chance to, if they beat Alabama they would be in the college football playoffs, more than likely. More than likely. Now they lose to LSU last night. They have two losses, which for the most part tells me that they're not going to make the college football playoffs. Alabama won yesterday. Well, I, I mean, they were playing Arkansas. It's yeah, that was a no-brainer. Notre Dame was off. Clemson was off. Ohio State had to be off because of the game with Michigan being canceled. Texas A&M was off because their game against Mississippi had to be off because of COVID. So yeah. those five are going to stay the top five. My question. And I'm going to pull up the the rankings, the playoff rankings, the way they had it. Who's going to go in the sixth spot? That is where the question comes into play. Yep. And I'm going to give you some options. And you tell me if they have a case. Okay? Okay. So I'm going to start at the team... That is number seven, Iowa State. They are eight and two. They do have two losses, which is that you know that big no no. Yep. But Dear Best Buy. Oh no, I don't want to hear about Dear Best Buy. <laughs> um, but they have wins over Oklahoma and Texas, and lost. By three points to Oklahoma State. Yep. And they are going to play Oklahoma, which we'll talk about a little later. Yes. So they're the seven seed. Yeah, they are, as of last week, they were seven. Number eight is Cincinnati. They are the highest ranked mid-major, quote-unquote, of college football. They are undefeated. The problem is here, besides having their last two games get canceled, some of the other teams they have played have not held up well on their respective end. 
Number nine is Georgia. I don't see Georgia making a move at all because they finished second in the SEC East. So I, I don't see them making a move. No. Miami is 10. They lost badly to North Carolina, so they're they're out of the mix. Oklahoma, they're 7-2. and two. They're currently second in the Big 12. They're going to play Iowa State for the Big 12 this coming week. They did lose to Iowa State, but they also lost to Kansas State. But they do have wins over Texas and Oklahoma State. So keep that in mind. And then, I think these next two or three are going to be my favorite. Indiana is at number 12. Their only loss, and it was a very close one, was to Ohio State. That's their only loss. Then you have Coastal Carolina, the Chanteliers of Coastal Carolina. 11-0, undefeated. They're going to go play for the Sun Belt Conference this week. And then there's Northwestern. Northwestern 6-1. Their only loss was to Michigan State. Yeah. What's Michigan State at? They lost a few, haven't they? Yeah, they have. So that hurts Northwestern a yeah. bit. Yeah. And then I'm just going to throw one more out there just to say they're in the mix. USC. They're 5-0. and They're undefeated. But they've only played five games. Yes. So who... Magic number. Yeah. So who among 7 through 15, if you, if you had a vote, would you make the best argument to go into the number 6 spot? Uh, to be honest, I'd have to go with... I know maybe their schedule isn't strong, but Coastal, or was that Coastal State or whatever? Or? Yeah, Coastal Carolina. Yes. Because they beat... Didn't they beat BYU last week? Yeah, they did. And they're also undefeated? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's tough to throw a team that's got some losses in there. Right. right especially some losses against some teams that are maybe not even ranked. Mm-hmm. That hurts. And, I mean, that the whole buzz is that Coastal Line is just doing what they're doing, winning week after week. I'd probably put them in six. That'd be a big jump. That really yeah, would. That would be. Um. See, this is tough. Because I think you and I both agree we, we've eliminated Georgia and Miami. We, yeah. We've eliminated them from the mix. I would love to put Cincinnati in that sixth spot, but they haven't played a game in like three weeks. And like I said, some of you know some of the teams they beat have not had good records. So I don't know if I can push them up. Oklahoma, that's the same thing. They're in second place at the Big Twelve. I can't really move them up. 
I would love to put Coastal Carolina up there because they are undefeated, but I just don't see them making the move. To me, it comes down to three teams. Iowa State, Indiana, and Northwestern. Iowa State is in first... They finished the regular season first place in the Big 12. They're going to play for a conference championship for the first time in over a century. They have they have not won a conference championship in over a hundred years. Wow. That is scary. Yep, yep. Indiana is one Ohio State went away from saying we should be in the top four because they kind of outplayed Ohio State that day. They really yep, did. Yep. Northwestern, they're they're the Big Ten West Division champions. They should have an argument because, yes, their one loss is to Michigan State, who is not a good team. We we we've oh hold on, we've we've said that we've agreed on that. But yeah. if you look at the other teams they beat, they beat Iowa, who's in the top twenty-five. They beat Wisconsin who's in the top 25. They beat Purdue, which is a good team. They beat Maryland, which has surprisingly been a good team this year. I I don't know. If I had to, I, I for now, I would put Iowa State at number six, but it's so close. I, I have no idea who you would put in the sixth spot at this point. Yeah, I guess we'll have to follow. We have all the championships coming up this week. Right, and then they'll announce the rankings Tuesday night. Yep. So we'll see. I'm all surprised that college hadn't gone with an 18 playoff this year. You know, just I don't know if this would have been the year to do it. Yeah, but but that means you know extra travel and. You know, some teams have COVID cases, other teams don't. Yeah. I I don't know if eight would have worked this year. But I think with the Florida loss, it is almost safe to say Alabama is in, no matter what they do in the SEC title game this coming week. Thinking, yeah, they're, they're in. in. They're in, no matter what. Notre Dame should be in. Yeah, they should be in. If Clemson wins, they're in. If they yep. lose, they're out. Yep, yep. And the the tricky one is Ohio State. Yes, yes. They've, they've somehow, somehow changed, changed the rules. Oh, my God. I knew that was coming. I think, and you and called, you it, called too. it too. Yep. You, you called, called it, saying they were going to change the rules. rules. Yep. That after, after they made that, that, you had to have six teams that they would change it. If there was a team who was ready to go. It, that was the dumbest rule the Big Ten, I think, has ever made. Because no other conference did that. Yep. No yep. other conference did that. They are just like, okay, whichever is the best team, that's who's going to go. The Big Ten's like, no, you got to play six games to qualify. Yeah, yeah. That's it, it just not, but 
we will see come Tuesday. Lots, Lots of, fun. of fun. Oh, absolutely. Barrel of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, like you, I mean, it's like they're, it's like changing the rules and, as my buddy said, in fantasy football, for you to win fantasy football a week before the playoffs start. You know. But, but hey, it's 2020, 2020, so I guess, so I guess we, we can't, can't be too surprised. surprised. Yeah. Well, let's talk about something that's going to make a lot of people happy. The NHL season is about to start. Maybe. Yes. 52 or 56 team schedule. Mm-hmm. An all-Canadian division. Yes. I mean, that alone will bring in money for the whole NHL. For one year, this is going to happen, this Canadian division. For one year. For one year. I think, it, I think it should happen all the time, to be honest. I I wouldn't mind it, actually. You know, because just eliminate, the rivalries and just it would be great. Just eliminate Eastern and Western Conference. Yeah. You could you could do I don't know, I, I don't know how you'd come up with like two different conferences, but that'd be pretty I mean, fun. I mean, I mean put it this way, right? right? When, when Toronto, Toronto goes, goes to Vancouver, Vancouver so every, every other, other team in the league has, has to play, you know, the, the, the start, start time is 7 o'clock Vancouver, Vancouver time. time. Mm-hmm. When Toronto when comes to Vancouver on a Saturday, Saturday night, that start time is 4 o'clock Vancouver, Vancouver time. time. Right. It's so, so all the old Leaf fans, fans can go to bed early. early. It's the it's only the time that schedule is changed for a Western, Western conference, conference team when Toronto is playing a Saturday night game. You'd think they do this. They do not play a Saturday night game. At, at the 8 o'clock or the 7 o'clock time. You'd think they'd do that for, like, Montreal and Ottawa as well, but... Nope, nope, nope. nope. Not Montre- Montreal's, Montreal's a late, late game. game. Ottawa's, Ottawa's a late, late game. game. Every other team's a late game, except for Toronto, because their fans are old. And they get cranky, and then they have to do it better. Well, let's talk about the other divisions that they are realigning for this year. Because I have the list in front of me. So we will go from East Coast to West Coast for this one. This first one's going to be my favorite division. I'm just telling you right now. You're going to have in this one division, Boston, Buffalo, Mm -hmm. New Jersey, the Islanders, the Rangers, the Flyers, the Penguins, and the Capitals. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I, it's gonna, gonna, I was looking at that, that, so I was like, ooh, that's a top division. Nope. And then you got the, the, then you got the, the Central and Pacific. Pacific. Mm-hmm. And the and Pacific, they kind of had to get St. Louis and Minnesota, Minnesota together, together, so at least so Minnesota, Minnesota had a team, had a team to play against that was close to them. Right. So they brought that in. I think Dallas headed over to the Central, if I'm not mistaken, with the play like Tampa, Florida, Carolina, Columbus, Detroit. Yeah, the Central is kind of an odd one looking at it because it's Carolina, Chicago, Columbus, Detroit, Florida, Minnesota, Nashville, and Tampa. That's going to be a top division. Mm-hmm. I mean, just with, I mean, you have your Stanley Cup champs. Right. You have, uh, I mean, Nashville's 
doesn't seem to be a slouch, right? They've come to play hard, seems like. Columbus. Columbus. Dave Tortorella, he's kind of a wild card there. Then you got the weak teams, Detroit, Chicago, Florida. Probably going to be, I can't say it's going to be, might be the second weakest division. And then the final... Pacific is terrible. Right. It's Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Dallas, Los Angeles, San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas. Yeah. And right there, your top three teams are Vegas, Colorado, Dallas, and then St. Louis would be like the fourth team. Yep. Yep. And then you got got LA, LA, Anaheim, San Jose, Phoenix. So, you know, but here, but here put it this put way: Let's say Seattle, Seattle was in this year, year right? Mm-hmm. How would How they, have they have made that, that even? Because you have seven Canadian teams; the other divisions each have eight. If you had Seattle, where would that night team go? Or would they have to play out of Canada? They might have to play out of Canada, right? They would have, you know, because they would have to even it all up. Unless they go nine teams in the Pacific. And I think, and you're only playing your own division too. Hmm. So you're not, so you're going, not to going to be playing, playing like, like for the, for the Canadian, Canadian division, right? They can't, they can't play anybody in every other division. division. Yeah. So, so you know they're, they're going to be playing their own. own. So you're going to get 56 games of Canadian and Canadian, Canadian matchup, match. which is going to go the Rays will go through the roof. Yeah, for you guys down here, it's not going to mean anything here. No, no. Which is a shame. Yeah, yeah. It is exciting that football's back. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, hockey's back. I know it's looked a little dicey there, but I think they had to because if they didn't, so I think football or sorry, hockey, sorry, football in the mind. We'll, we'll get to football again in a minute. Hockey would have had, I think, a slow death. Well, you know, let me ask. Money with everything else, and you know. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you this because there's. Talks of them doing outdoor games. I don't know if it's yep, going to yep. be for all the teams, but are you in favor of that? Well, you know, you know if they're going to get, get fans, fans in the stands, stands for this, for year, this year, why not? Why not? Right. right. I, think I think as the as vaccine, vaccine rolls out. out you might, you might see, see fans, fans in the stands, in the stands inside, inside. Mm-hmm. but right, right now, now, if they can get fans, fans in the stands, obviously, obviously I don't, I don't think, think you could do it in the Canadian, Canadian division. division. It just right. gets too cold. Right, right. Up here, but down there you could. I mean, you can get away from it, especially it, maybe the Central, Pacific. Maybe not. Well, maybe you could. See, the Northeast gets pretty cold too. It would, but it would depend though on how each state is, because I know. For here, here in the D.C. area, right now probably would not be the best idea to do outdoor hockey games. Um, I know California for sure, they wouldn't be able to do that, let fans in. Um, yeah. Well, I, San Francisco doesn't even have a home right now. Right. So I think it's, it's really a case-by-case situation. Yeah. So... No, I'd be in favor of it, though, I think. Mm-hmm. Because, again, right, I mean, we're 
We're getting through the pandemic and stuff's coming. No vaccines coming. People are ready to get moving on it. So we we might see fans in stands in baseball. Maybe, maybe. I I heard not not to be political, but I read the other day, uh, Doctor Fauci said that he expects by the end of the summer to see fans at stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to see. And which means means Toronto Toronto will probably probably be playing out of Buffalo Buffalo again this year. year. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, or wherever they can. Right, wherever they can go. You know, because, yeah, it's going to be. And I think think Major League wants to get in a 162-game season. Oh, I, they'd love to because this is going to be the last year before they could do before, you know, the strike, collective right. bargaining agreement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Or there's well, a strike or a lot. Either, either way, the players, players and the and owners, owners are going to – I don't think we're, think we're going to see baseball, baseball in, in, in uh, 2022. Boy, that would be a shame. Yep. That means, you know, that means we'd have to wake up for Korean baseball. Nothing against Korean baseball, but – uh, I don't There's want some independent, independent leagues, leagues. I mean, that are playing. playing. You might minor leagues, yeah. Right, and I mean, you look at it now. There's a lot of minor league teams. I know mm. Toronto Blue Jays, for instance, have dropped two minor league teams. Yes. Okay. Let me. Yeah. Let me look that up real quick. I'm glad you brought that up. Cause um, ah, I spelled minor wrong. Because um, I know here, uh, the Frederick Keys, which for a long time was the single-A advanced organization of the Baltimore Orioles, they got dropped. But they're starting like a Rule 5 league, like this coming season, and the Frederick Keys are one of the teams that they're going to be using. Yeah, and actually, and that's, that's going to be interesting because, like we like said, said, I think Major, Major League is going to run that league, and those players can sign with any team. team. Mm-hmm. So there will be spots for players. players. I mean, obviously, obviously the draft, draft, you're not going to have, have, I don't think you're going to have 40 rounds of draft anymore either. So some of these players that were late picks that are decent players, they'll still have a shot at something. Well, I'm actually looking at this list. And I'll tell you the teams that got dropped. Um, like I said, Baltimore, they dropped the Frederick organization. They're going to be in the MLB Draft League. Uh, Boston dropped the Lowell team. So they don't have a home right now. Nope, nope. Uh, the White Sox dropped... The Great Falls, Montana team, which I didn't even know Montana had a team. Oh, that, I, watched I watched that, that Great Falls, Falls team. team. Hey, hey, it was it in was the in Pioneer, Pioneer League. League. The Mesa Blue Jays were there. there. Arm team of the Toronto Blue Jays. Jays. Uh, you uh, had, had uh, Pocatello, Pocatello Idaho, Idaho, Salt, Salt Lake. Lake. Well, they're oh, going sorry. to be in the Independent <laughs> League. Yes, yes, there is an independent, independent league. league. Like, I know Western, Western Canada, Canada has an independent league. league. Right. Again, yeah, I don't think you'll see Canadian teams playing. Team I don't even know if you'll have an independent league in the, in the Canada. Mm-hmm. Unless they're going to quarantine all the players for 14 days. Right. Yeah, great folks. Cleveland dropped low A Mahoning Valley, but they're going to the MLB Draft League. 
Detroit dropped the Norwich, Connecticut team, which was short season. The Houston Astros dropped three teams, but two of them found a new location. Triple uh, A Round Rock is now with the Texas Rangers. The Low A Quad Cities team is now with Kansas City. And the short season Tri City in New York has been dumped. Kansas City dropped a lot of teams too. They dropped Wilmington, Delaware. Nationals picked them up. Uh, they dropped the Lexington team in Kentucky. They dropped Burlington, which is now going to be in a collegiate Woodbat League. And the Idaho Idaho Falls team is now an independent in in the independent league. Yeah, uh, I would imagine that's what they would. I think the Pioneer League might be dead or something. So we'll see. Right, they're they're a short season after the draft. There's a come. Um, the Angels dropped the Low A Burlington Club in Iowa, and Orem, Utah, has been dropped. They're going to the Independent League. Minnesota Twins dropped Pensacola. They're going to the Marlins. And Elizabethton, Tennessee, they're going to the Collegiate Wood Bat League. Yeah, that Wood Bat League is going to sound interesting. The Yankees, okay, this one surprises me. They dropped Double A Trenton, which I know because they would play the Bowie Bay Sox in the Eastern League for years. Yep. So Trenton is now part of the MLB Draft League. High A Charleston is moved to Tampa with the Rays. Low A Staten Island, gone. And Pulaski, Virginia is going to the Collegiate Woodbat League. Well, I hope we can get some of that Collegiate Woodbat League game. <laughs> uh, Oakland, uh, they dropped Low A Bellowit, Wisconsin. They're going to be in, with the uh, Miami organization. And Vermont is gone. Seattle only dropped Low A West Virginia because nobody wants to deal with West Virginia. Uh, uh, Tampa dropped High A Charlotte in Florida, not North Carolina. Uh, Hudson Valley, that's going to the Yankees. And Rookie Princeton, which is in West Virginia, they're going to the Woodbat League. Rangers dropped AAA Nashville. They're going to Milwaukee. And short season Spokane, which is now going to be an affiliate of the Rockies. And the Blue Jays. Low A Lansing, they're going to Oakland, and Bluefield going to the Collegiate Woodbat League. Yeah. Uh, and then real quick, uh, Arizona, they dropped their Double A Jackson team in Tennessee, Low A Kane County in Illinois, and their rookie team in Missoula, Montana, they're going to the Independent League. The Braves dropped High A Northport, Florida, Danville, Virginia, going to the Woodbat League. The Cubs only dropped one short season Eugene, Oregon. They're going to the Giants. The Reds dropped Billings, Montana. Guess where they're going, uh, JC? Independent, independent. 
Independent League. Very good. Billings had it. Great Falls are all part. They're all going to Independent League. So I guess the Pioneer League will no longer be a short season. And Greenville, Tennessee is going to the Woodbat League. Uh, the Rockies dropped low A Asheville. They're going to Houston and short season Boise, Idaho. The Dodgers dropped Ogden, Utah. They're going to the Independent League. Uh, the Marlins dropped AAA Wichita, being are going to Minnesota, and low A Clinton, Iowa, and short season Batavia, New York. The Brewers dropped AAA San Antonio to San Diego, and their rookie season team in the Rocky Mountain, Colorado, going to the Independent League. The Mets dropped. Low A Columbia, South Carolina to the Royals, and Kingsport, Tennessee is going to the Woodbat League. Uh, the Phillies dropped Williamsport. Oh, that hurts my heart. Oh, I've been to Williams. I've passed Williamsport a lot. It's a wonderful town, but Williamsport's going to be in the MLB Draft League, so at least they'll get some action there. Uh, the Pirates dropped short season West Virginia. They're going to the Draft League. And Bristol, Virginia is going to the Collegiate Woodbat League. The Padres dropped Amarillo, but they're going to be with Arizona now. And Tri-City, Washington going to the Angels. The Giants, they dropped Augusta, Georgia, but they're going to be with the Braves. And short season Salem-Kaiser, Oregon. Uh, the Cardinals drop short season State College in Pennsylvania. They're going to the Draft League and Johnson City. They're going to the Woodbat League. And finally, the Nationals, uh, they dropped their AAA Fresno team, uh, but they're going to Colorado. Hagerstown has been dropped, and Auburn, New York has been lots dropped. Of, lots, of, lots of changes in the minor league system. Yes, a lot of changes. Hopefully everything works out for all those teams. The Independent League, the Woodbat League, the Draft League. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that the the Woodbat and the Draft League both work. I really hope. I think it will. I think it will. Right. I think it's going to be. Mm -hmm. be, It'll be interesting. interesting, uh, Baseball uh, as well. well, Oh yeah. To say the least. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Let's get into football now. Um, Let's talk about the playoff picture because. The AFC is starting to shape up. Four teams have already been eliminated. The Jets, well, that's kind of obvious. Jacksonville, Cincinnati, and the Chargers, they've all been eliminated. So there are, in total, 12 teams still fighting for seven spots. And we do have some scenarios this week in the AFC. How about that? Yes. Yes. Um. Well, let's start with Pittsburgh. They can clinch the division this week. They can clinch the AFC North with a win and a Cleveland loss. I don't know if one of those is going to happen. Yeah, I don't, yeah, think, so I don't think so either. I think, I think Cleveland, wins, Cleveland tomorrow wins tomorrow, and I think, and I think Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh loses, loses tonight. tonight. Now Pittsburgh can clinch. A playoff spot with a win or a Las Vegas loss or a Miami loss or a Tennessee loss. And as of this recording right now, because the games are going on, 
the Dolphins are losing by four points. Yep. yep. So remains to be seen how that goes. Kansas City can win the AFC West this week with either a win or a Vegas loss. And the Buffalo Bills can clinch a playoff berth. And this is where you might need a pen and paper for this one, folks. With a win, a Baltimore loss, a Miami loss, and a Las Vegas loss. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the, the old wild, wild scenarios, scenarios in, like, four, weeks, four ago. weeks ago. Oh, I know. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh holds the tiebreaker on Kansas City based on conference record there, and Tennessee holds the AFC South uh, tiebreaker based on division records for right now. Uh, for the NFC... Amazingly, everybody is still in the mix. Amazingly. The Saints can clinch the NFC South this week with a win or a Tampa loss or if both these Saints and Buccaneers go to a tie. Oh, I think the Bucks are up seven. Well, they're up fourteen six right now. Right. Guy makes a field goal here. It's now seventeen six against Minnesota. All right. So I don't think that tie is going to happen there. No, I don't. Green Bay can clinch the NFC North this week with a win and a Minnesota loss, or Green Bay ties and Minnesota loses. And as JC mentioned, Minnesota is currently losing. So we'll have to see. But Green Bay can clinch a playoff berth with one of these four scenarios. And two of them involve your Seahawks. They could get in with a win and an Arizona loss, a win and a Seattle win. Okay, that kind of doesn't really make sense. A, a tie or an Arizona loss or a Green Bay tie plus a Seattle win or tie and an Arizona tie. Oh. Yeah. Cardinals are already up 13 nothing. Yeah, I don't think Seattle's, or I mean Arizona's going to lose there. Yeah. Yeah. Um... The tiebreaker, the big one to keep in mind right now, the Giants are ahead of Washington based on the head-to-head. The Giants took the season series over Washington. Yep, yep. So that is where we all stand at the moment. The Giants lose today. today. Washington Washington wins today against against Niners, Niners, which is possible. possible. Yep. Washington goes to first place. Yep, Washington would go to first. It'd be a huge win. Washington needs a win tonight. I would agree with that. Um, for, because for right now, Dallas is up 17-7. to seven. Yep. And yep. if Washington were to win, they would be two games ahead of Dallas with three to go. They would be a game ahead of the Giants with three to go. 
and two of their last three for Washington are at home. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be very interesting. Yes, yes. Very, I'm very looking forward to it. to it for the next month. Next month. And, and even like even on like on Boxing, Boxing Day, you get some you games, get some and games. we get Saturday, Saturday games, games next week. Next week. Yes. Um, do we want to talk about real quick some of the suggestions we've gotten for our bet next week? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, of course. I, I am all for this because we don't really play Seattle that much. And unlike other friends of mine who make me do horrendous things, JC is a really good sport. And we've gotten some good ideas. I, I'd like to read some of these. <laughs> um, I'm, Here's this first one. I really like this one. Whomever loses needs to Griswold out the other's house for Christmas. <laughs> uh, I, I'd have to... I, I'd like to say, uh, first off, Trisha, love the idea. Uh, problem is, I don't have a passport. So, I need to work on my passport, number one. Yep, yep. And number two, I need to go buy a lot of lights because I'm not even sure if the lights that I have with my dad even work. So, um, oh, I would love to do that one, but that's not going to work, unfortunately. Actually, it should be whomever loses needs to Griswold out the other's house and has to pay the electricity bill for that month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um,. Mike, who is one of our big posters on our group, uh, he said, I used to do this with a co-worker a while ago, Skins vs. Ravens, was first order food for them and the crew one night. Mike, okay, we can't do that. <laughs> Second, the loser had to change their Facebook and social media to support the other team for a week after the game. All right. Yep. That's that, that. I have been a victim of that myself, so I'm I'm in favor of that. So wide. Dan, who we've had on this show, says that if I lose, I have to squawk on the podcast, <laughs> and if I win, JC. You have to cut a Hulk Hogan promo about Alex Smith being the comeback player of the year. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, Kenny, uh, I don't think this one's going to happen, but I'm just going to say it anyway. A knife fight to the death. Winner gets to say what team is best. <laughs> I would not do a knife fight with JC. He is too nice. I would never do that to the guy. Yes, yes. And the final one, the loser has... Oh, this is from Mike, by the way. Mike says the loser has to roll in the snow and then stand against the wall while being barraged with warm water balloons after five minutes of freezing. Video recorded, of course. <laughs> oh, we have some weird, weird viewers or guests. Look. Look, if the game was today, I would be all for that idea. 
if it was today. But yeah, it's not. Yeah. So, um, I there's two that I like personally. I like the Facebook social media one, and yeah, I also yeah. like the Squawk promo one. Those are the two I like the best. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. So I think those might be the two that we put up on the poll for this week. Yes, yes. We'll so, put that on right after our right show. We'll yes, yes. So, and then I think you and I will probably vote in this as well. Yep, um, yep. And then we'll see who everyone or which one everybody likes. And then when we do our preview of the game next weekend, we'll announce what the winning bet is. Yes. Yes. So, we'll, like I said, I'll like put, I'll I'll pull, put, I'll put the poll on, on right after we're done here. here. Mm-hmm. With two ideas that we, that we like, and like we'll and see we'll who the see winner, who winner is. is. Yep. And again, no knife fight to the death. We, yes. we, we, no we've already established it. Yeah. I don't think the government would like that either. No, our government wouldn't like it. Our families wouldn't like it. No. My job wouldn't like it. That's for sure. I'm in the old patch, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, my I, I don't think the teachers' union would go for that. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, breaking news! Breaking news! This just came across. Auburn. Auburn has fired head football coach Gus Malzahn, who coached the Tigers to a 68-35 and overall record. With a 39 and 27 mark in conference play over eight seasons. Interesting. Well, you know what? Auburn, I'll be honest, that's. I mean, it's not one of the elite position jobs in college football, but that's a really good job right there. Because you're you're in the SEC, you get big marquee games every year. Alabama, uh, uh, Georgia, right off the bat. Um, you're in it for the division every year, so yep, yep. that's a good that's a good job right there. So that would be that would there would be, be, a, there would be a, I'd imagine there would be a few. I imagine, I imagine Michigan, Michigan, the Wolverines, Wolverines position will be open here. here. The position at Illinois is open as well. Lovey Smith got yep, fired, yep. so yes, yes. And I wonder, and if, the I wonder if the Kentucky basketball, basketball position will be open. Oh, this is their worst start in the history, isn't it? Or in it's one decades? of the worst. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, it's one of their worst starts. Yeah. But once you know, once they get in the conference play, they're usually all right. So yeah, yeah. So I'm not gonna really count them out yet. Yeah, yeah. All right. So now I think we've gone to uh, the best part of this show for this episode. We're gonna both do rants today. Yes, yes. I know what JC's is, but he doesn't know what mine is. So, I'm going to let JC have the floor for this one, because this was his idea. Yes. 
And I'm going to talk about respecting respecting the officials. officials. And it has to do, as we all saw saw that 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 horrendous video last week week of that high school player player bowling bowling over over the referee. referee. He was kicked Mm -hmm. out, or one for for roughing the passer and then a personal foul taunting. He was booted out. When I saw that video, it made me sick. Because I'm an I'm I'm ex-official. There's no respect, There's no respect from, from, coaches, from coaches, from kids from anymore, kids but, anymore and, parents and parents for officiating. For officiating. Uh, the guy uh, had the a guy, had the a, guy did the, the same did thing, the same thing in, with soccer, soccer last year, last year supposedly. supposedly. And then he got and his, team, got his kicked team kicked out of the playoffs. He's going to be kicked out. He might not even get a Who knows if he'll even get a call to look at him. Sounds like he's a hothead. You don't want that guy involved in the organization. So right there, so right he, there he's, he's, he's totally he's messed, totally up. messed up. And I mean, and I mean if you get kicked out, you get kicked out, right? And the coaches knew that this guy had a problem. So you have to be on him right off the hop. I mean, we've seen incidents of... Remember when Dennis Wyman ran over the referee or the linesman? Because he didn't get that call and he cross-checked the guy? And I mean, that was another sickening event. And then, the, and then the, he got suspended, and the league was fighting against him. The NHLPA was saying, you know, he was concussed and all that. And there's no excuse. You can tell between what your color jersey is, your opponent's color jersey is, and what the stripes look like. There's a soccer referee that was that was killed on the field. Reported last week by fans and by players of the team. I mean, referees, I mean, referees from, soccer from soccer get chased right out of the stadium. And I'm just tired I'm just of it. I'm tired, tired of tired these, these players going players after going the refs. It's like going, going after the umpires. The umpires. I, mean, I mean, eventually you'll have no officiating, and guess what? You'll have no, what? You'll have no, you'll games. Have no games. So knock it off, knock you boneheads. And I mean, you're going to sit there. You're going to cost your team. You're going to cost your career. You're going to cost maybe a scholarship. Have respect for those guys because those guys work. During the day, they come out. Do their night game, and, and then it's done for a week. I've, I've had enough of it, and I think a lot of people had enough of it. You know, we don't want to see more of those videos. Do the videos where when a rep does get run over by accident, the players come up and help them up and stuff like that. That's what we like to see, you know. Have respect for officiating, you know. Calling these balls. I mean, when you see every pitch, there's someone calling, looking at the ump, arguing about a call, a straight call ball. Well, then you know what? You get behind the plate. At 100 miles per hour, when you got a or 95 mile per hour slider coming in. So, you know, get off. I've had it. Respect the officiating. I just want to say, real quick, that. I totally agree that that guy should have been kicked out from the game. Because I saw that footage too. I have a bit of a problem with the team being kicked out of the playoffs. Just because one guy did this. It's one of those... This has always been a life struggle for me. It's like, why does one team have to face a punishment... For what one person did. You know? Like if you watch the video. There were members of his team. Trying to stop him. And there was one helping the referee out. And it's like. What are you doing? And now. Oh by the way this happened in Texas. I I do want to mention that. Yeah. Yeah. 
now. I mean, it's almost to the almost to the yeah. It's almost to the point where to get the message across. Maybe you gotta to get the whole team, the whole school punished, right? To say you know what, enough's enough. We're not. I mean, the guy had an issue last year in a soccer game doing the same thing. You know, you don't think he's going to blow his top in a football game where it does get get nasty in the trenches. You know, they had all the opportunities. And, and yeah, I, I mean, I do agree that it's tough to, to, to put the blame on the, the whole team and have them all suffer because of it. Right, right. But at the same but time, the same you need time, to control, you need control your, your your guys. Your guys. Right. You knew. Right. I mean, you, once the guy was kicked off, you probably knew that he was mad. So you need to watch. And they were getting him back, you know, to the locker room, and then he turned and made the move, and he's facing possible charges. Yeah, assault charges, yeah, assault which charges. is... Yeah, he I could be going to jail. I totally agree. Yep. yep. I totally agree. I it totally is assault. Agree. It is assault. You know, the, the yeah, ref the, wasn't the doing ref anything. Wasn't he was doing his job. He was doing his job. Exactly. Right? The man right. was doing his job. Yep. yep. Right? The, and it wasn't... And I don't even think... I think one of it was his flag, and the other was another flag for taunting. Even him who called the taunting call. You know it's bad when both teams... Or trying to stop one person. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's bad. But Okay. Same sport, different rant. <laughs> Earlier this week, a video came out of a head coach hitting one of his players on multiple occasions. The player was nine years old. We're talking peewee football. Head coach, no reason whatsoever, hits the kid twice. The guy has been fired, not only from being the head coach of this peewee team, but has also lost his job working at a, at a detention center in Florida. And he is facing charges right now based on the evidence that we have seen. We have long passed, or I'd like to think, passed the days of Bob Knight when grabbing an athlete and yelling at them was all right. We're almost in the 2021. Yes, we live in a day and age where, you know, a lot of people can be very sensitive, but let's think about this. Would you entrust an individual, any individual, to coach your son or your daughter and teach them to play a specific sport knowing or not knowing that maybe this person will beat the crap out of your kid. When I grew up, I was very fortunate to have coaches that did not do that. Were we yelled at? Yeah, we were. But we were never grabbed. We were never threatened with our lives. We were never hit. This day and age in society, we live in a world where we think that our kid is going to be the next Patrick Mahomes, the next LeBron James, the next, you know, Giancarlo Stanton, j just to name a few. But we have to admit to ourselves that it's very, very slim that that's going to happen. So, with head coaches, they get pressure put on them. 
But this isn't about putting pressure on the coach. This is more about how the coach should treat their players. You should not, in any sport, under any circumstance, be hitting the crap out of one of your players if it's because they did a bad job or they missed a call on the field. Coaching is a very thankless job that I don't think a lot of us realize until we're adults. Because you have over a dozen people that you're working with trying to teach them the game. Either it be football, basketball, baseball, hockey, whatever sport your child might be in. And at the same time, we have to teach them the right way to play the sport. And if they do it wrong, they do it wrong. That's why we have a thing called practice. I know, practice? Yeah, we're talking about practice real quick. But you see, these coaches are on a thin line. Because if they say one thing wrong, or do one thing wrong, then they're going to get complained. But this is a different argument. When you're beating the crap out of a kid who's nine years old, who cannot defend himself, that's where I draw the line. So as far as I'm concerned, we need to do a better job, we as a society need to do a better job at finding coaches in our peewee leagues, our youth leagues, and in middle school and high school. We don't need to have coaches that are going to berate, humiliate, and curse out these players. And we don't need coaches that are going to hit them for no reason. We need coaches that are going to take these kids, wrap their arm around them, and say, I'm going to be there for you. If you work hard, you will get far. But as far as I'm concerned, the days of very aggressive coaches has come to an end a long time ago. And this video is another perfect example of why we need to move forward and not make the same mistakes from the past. Yeah, I totally yeah, agree. I totally agree. Right. Right. Hands down, Hands it's not down. like the old days, like when, the old I was days when I was playing sports. Playing sports. And you get yelled at and stop. This is new age. You go to, I mean, even the old school coaches and the pros aren't in coaching anymore. Because they didn't change their ways. Yeah. I mean, I was, like I said, I was very fortunate that none of the coaches that I ever played for grabbed me, hit me, you know, did any of that. Were we yelled at? Yeah, we were. But that's what it was you know so i'm i'm hoping that this guy never gets another opportunity to coach peewee football again well on that note i think we're going to wrap up the show for this week uh join our facebook group the jc and bill sportscast you type that in the search bar on facebook and you're right there if you can't find it it's okay i put the link in the description of each of an of each and every episode so you can copy and paste the link and you can be there. So next week we're going to do a special preview episode of the Seahawks Washington football team game. Where yep. We're going to give yep. our predictions and we're going to tell you which bet we're going to do. 
Yes, we are. Uh, we are. This one's going to be in the fate. We're going to leave it into the hands of our audience. I hope you guys do a good job. It cannot end in a tie. I do not want this to go to a tie. Yeah. 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 No yeah. ties. No ties. So no, vote. please vote. no. Vote early. Vote early. You can't vote often. Unless you have like 13, <laughs> have like different, 13 profiles. different profiles. Then I guess, right. you can vote. I guess you can vote. Vote often. Vote often. <laughs> oh my goodness. Everybody have a good safe week. Everybody have a good safe week. Come back next week. As we're going to preview the big game here, the biggest game of the year on this podcast, Seattle and Washington, and come back next week for more of the JC and Bill Sportscast. Have a good week, everybody. Have a good one. Stay safe. Stay safe.